science fans, it's Mrs. Corbett here, and I'm going to teach my husband some GCSE science. I'm the husband, husband, husband. A, 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 you are my husband, 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 hey, hey. Are you sure that you think this is a good idea? Yeah, all my <laughs> ideas are good ideas. <laughs> okay, today. Yeah. Development of the model of the atom. Development of the model of the atom. Now, we have models of the atom. What do you think a model is? This feels like a trick question. It's not a trick question. It's a, it's a like design of something. It's a representation of something. Fantastic. It's a representation, normally to make ideas and concepts simpler, because we can't see atoms. So, Speak for yourself. So, a model of an atom. Just ignoring that one. <laughs> something about your mood today um yeah we can't see atoms so we have to come up with um what we think they are like so that we can describe and we can't see atoms at all no we can only see the effects of them i mean you can under like extreme we can't see them physically we can't no of course i can't show an atom to a to a class that that would simply make sense mostly because they move too quickly and they behave in a certain way so there are no like pictures of atoms there are but, not but very good. the parts of them are so mechanically quick that you just couldn't identify. Oh, them I suppose like if an electron is like spinning around the outside exactly. of an atom, it's, it's going to be going so like ridiculously quick. Yeah, so we have oh, a model okay. of an atom. Now, um, this this portion is common content with the physics, the bit we're doing now. So this comes up in physics paper one as well. Sure. Okay. Um, so i spoke about in the first episode that the greeks described atoms of these little balls everything's made of these little spheres called atomos uh-huh. um and that was a theory greeks mm-hmm. Jeez, yeah. they had it down didn't they well, they just all they did is sit around all day thinking and getting drunk um but so we have this theory and new experimental ideas build on theories and change the models Do, does that make sense so like before yeah. big bang People thought God created the earth in seven days, blah, blah, blah. And then the evidence suggests that Big Bang Theory is the one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so models are changed and replaced over time based upon new evidence. Um, so before the discovery of what we know now about atoms and parts of atoms, we just thought that everything was made of these little spheres that weren't divisible. We couldn't cut them in half. We couldn't do anything with them. They just were like building blocks. Uh-huh. Okay. They were the smallest thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I have placed a piece of paper and a pen in front of Mr. Corbett. And what I would it's like... It's very to... mysterious. It's literally a paper and pen. It couldn't be less mysterious. Ooh. I just want you to draw what you remember an atom looking like. All right. Uh, I'm drawing a circle. Bold. And inside that circle, I'm going to draw another circle. Okay. And then on the outside of that circle, I'm going to draw an X. Fantastic. And okay. that, I'm stopping there, Mrs. Corbett. Okay, do you know the particles that we know about that are with the, the subatomic particles, the particles that make up an atom? Electron. Good. And where, where would I find that on your diagram? On the outside, that's on the, the outside. X. Okay, so they, that would be in orbit. Uh-huh. Yep, next. Electron. No, I just said that, didn't you I? Did, yeah. Proton. Proton. Where would I find one of those? Is the proton the little circle I drew in the middle? It could be, yeah, in the middle. What do we call the middle? The nucleus. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. So proton in the nucleus, electron on the outside. Uh huh. Anything else you remember? Yeah. Give me a sec. Electron, proton. What did I say? 
electron neutron very good very good so we've got protons neutrons and electrons where would i find the neutrons in the gap between the two circles no we would also we know now that they are in the nucleus with right. the protons okay so protons and neutrons in the nucleus electrons whizzing around the outside what is in this gap between nothing the... fantastic excellent do you want to know a fun fact yes if you took every single atom in the entire world mm. and condensed them and removed all of the empty space yeah. every single atom in the universe would fit into something the size of a sugar cube i don't believe that okay because um you don't know how big the universe is Okay, everything on Earth then would fit smaller than a pill. That, that I can believe. That I can believe. Okay, so it's it's kind of it's it, it's one of those um, wonderful little um, little like tidbit facts, isn't it? That were made up of mostly empty space. Makes, yeah. makes you feel really insignificant. You are really insignificant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I want to talk to you about some of my homeboys in chemistry. Some of your homeboys <laughs> in chemistry. All right. Okay. So we, you, you recognize, like having not done this in ages, and most of my students would recognize on my first lesson, by the way, when I teach atoms, I go draw an atom and everyone sits there going, oh, and they don't want to do it because they don't want to get it wrong. Uh-huh. But they know the rough idea. It's blob in the middle, gaps, electrons around the outside. Calling it a model of an atom is actually much more helpful. If you'd asked me to draw an atom, I would have. I would have found that a lot more difficult. Yeah. Um, So we've come to this because we know experimentally, they've experimented with lots of things that have drawn us to this conclusion. Before we got to this diagram that you've drawn here, Mm. we had to know what was in an atom. And the first person to come up with a model of the atom moving beyond what the Greeks thought was a guy called J.J. Thompson. You're remembering J.J. Big J.J. J.J. He discovered the electron. Okay. Okay. And he came up with something called the plum pudding model. <laughs> now, what I'm drawing for you on this piece of paper right now. Hang on. Plum pudding. Wasn't something about Tom Thumb put something in a plum? That was a pie, wasn't it? Carry on. I don't know. It's called the plum pudding model. I would say I'm going to draw you something that looks like a chocolate chip cookie. Uh-huh. Circle. Yep. With some chocolate chips in it. Sure. Okay. What JJ said, based on the fact that he discovered these negative particles called electrons, okay, he also, by the way, came up with the first cathode ray, which actually was the first way they started to make TV possible. So he was like, amazing. So JJ Thompson said that the atom was a ball of positive charge. So all this is positive charge. Sphere, like the Greeks said, ball of positive charge, but it had pockets of negative electrons dashed throughout it okay and they are the chocolate chips right okay that's what he said the atom looked like oh i see right so um his model of an atom looked like your chocolate chip cookie um which isn't correct but it was closer yes because because it had other bits in it yeah so he was able to show that if you put an atom in a positive field it would attract these negative electrons jj thompson <coughs> yeah, JJ Thompson. Um, this this was like known up until just before, like the, around the 1900s, and then this absolute legend of a human being. Uh-huh. Remember this name, okay? Ernest Rutherford. Uh huh. He's a legend for so many reasons. Okay, Ernest Rutherford did this amazing experiment called the Alpha Scattering Experiment, otherwise known as the Gold Foil Experiment. Okay, now I'm going to draw you a picture. He put a bit of gold foil, and I mean like, you know tin foil? Uh-huh. Gold foil. One... Not gold in colour, actual gold. Actual gold, yeah. 
so thin it was basically only one atom thick. One atom thick? Pretty much. It was very thin. Okay. Can I ask you a question? Yes. How big is an atom representative to like a cell? Like uh, a cells are made of atoms. Right, gotcha. Okay. Um, okay, so he put a bit of gold foil uh-huh. in here. And what he did was, is he fired alpha particles at the gold foil. What is an alpha particle? So an alpha particle is made from... It's basically the nucleus of helium. So it's made of two protons and two neutrons. But at the time, he didn't really know that. Basically, he charged some particles and fired them into this gold foil. Right. Okay. Um, he, He basically fired it towards the gold foil. And... If, if J.J. Thompson was right, yeah. if J.J. Thompson was right, so let's say this isn't a big dish here. Yeah. If J.J. Thompson was right, those alpha particles should have hit the gold foil. Yeah. And because they're solid like this, yeah. and they're positive, positive and positive do what to each other? Like magnets. Think about magnets. Repel. Repel. So what he expected to happen if J.J. was right is that these positive particles that he was firing at this gold foil should have rebounded and been detected behind where he started. Sure. But what he found was a couple of them did repel. But the majority of them went straight through that bit of gold foil. Straight through that. He wasn't expecting that. He wasn't expecting that. So what did that suggest about the atom? There's holes in it big holes in it atoms are mostly empty space oh see because the alpha particle is smaller than the gold atoms mm, yeah so the gold like the the nucleus of a gold atom is quite large right it's very big so what he notices the majority of them went straight through Mm. some of them repelled back like he thought they would so he came up with the idea of the nuclear model of the atom in that an atom has a positive nucleus yeah. In the middle, just like you've drawn, and it has empty space. And that must be where the electrons are. Just swimming around. The electrons can't be in there because otherwise they would have been attracted yeah, to them and yeah. stuck. So the electrons so your, your 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 cookie from JJ Thompson I I looked at it, I was like, that can't be right because your positives and your negatives are all hanging out together. They don't do that, do they? No, there is an attraction there to keep them, but the electrons generally are whizzing around in orbit around the outside. So this gold this gold alpha particle scattering experiment showed that the nucleus is mostly empty space. Yeah. Not the nucleus, sorry. The atom is mostly empty space. The nucleus is positive and in the middle, and the electrons around the outside. This is called the nuclear model. Nucleus. Ernest Rutherford. Ernest Rutherford. So you might get a question about similarities and differences between these. And similarities. The, and, and, the We've pro- got and the proton is in the nucleus. Yeah. Okay. So similarities and differences. We've got positive and negative charges in both. But in the nuclear model, all the positive charges in the center, whereas they're spread out in the plum pudding model. Electrons around the outside uh-huh. in the nuclear model, and they're scattered within in the uh, plum pudding model. Mostly empty space in the nuclear model. Okay. Yeah? Ernest Rutherford's a... You know this is called the nuclear model. Uh-huh. He fathered nuclear physics. And nuclear bombs. I was going to say this. This sounds like um, and nuclear fission. This sounds like a, a good idea gone bad. It did go bad. Yeah. But 
He's still an absolute... But look at us now using yeah. nuclear energy instead of uh, non-renewable that's, fuels. That's <laughs> what he designed it for. And he was like, whoa, 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 guys, guys. <laughs> anyway, right, one more. Two more guys. All right. Niles Bohr, boring Bohr. Uh-huh. He looked at the nuclear model and he did experiments and found out that the electrons don't just all hang around in a loop together in the outside. Mm-hmm. They are at different distances and in different pathways. So he gave them energy levels. Oh, different pathways, like yeah. that picture with the different circles going around. That's what that yeah. is. So right. two in the first shell, eight in the second shell. And he also noticed... Oh, that shells. If, Something's ringing the bell. Yeah. yeah. So he also showed that if you excite electrons, they jump to another energy shell and then they jump back and they give out light, uh-huh. which is why certain chemicals give out colours when you burn them. Gotcha. Um, so that was bore, boring bore, circles, electron shells. Uh-huh. Okay, so he built on Rutherford's model. Okay, and then one more. Kind of made it 3D, if you will. Exactly. Yeah. 3D, well done. Um, one more. Everyone, I always forget him when I teach, so I feel really bad for this guy. Um, so he, about 20 years after all of this, this guy called Chadwick was like... Chadwick! Chadwick! He said... There's something else in there, and I don't know what it is. I can't, like, they they learned how they can measure the mass of atoms, but they couldn't work out where all of this mass was coming from if they had accounted for the appropriate number of positive charge, protons. Uh So he came up with... Do do neutrons not have any mass? Charge. They have mass, but they don't have a charge. So it's really difficult to measure them. Neutrons? Are neutral. Right, neutrons aren't negative, electrons. Electrons are negative, protons are positive, and neutrons don't have a charge. So if you put like a negative field, they would attract to positive things, positive field, negative things would attract. Whereas neutrons are really difficult to manipulate, but they do have mass. So, So yeah, he came up, he did loads of experiments, and he came up with the existence of the neutron. That's all you need to know about him. Cool. And what does the neutron do? I don't need to know that yet, do I? No. Um, just, it's worth pointing at this point, the proton, the positive charge, wasn't called the proton till way after the electron. Like, the electron was the thing, because the electrons move, protons don't really move. Electron is the negative one. Yeah. Yeah, I've had it in my head that neutron is the negative one because of all the ends, but that's not right. No. Electrons are negative, protons are positive, that's easy, and neutrons are neutral. Yeah, we're going to do all about their charges coming up. And um, uh, JJ... Thompson had the plum pudding model. Yeah. Where they're all like in a little soupy mess. And then Ernest Rutherford was the nuclear model because he fired alpha particles at gold's foil. And some of them went through. He was like, bro, there's empty space there. And then uh, Bohr, he he discovered that the neutron, the electrons were on different paths. Mm-hmm. Shells. Mm-hmm. And some of them, etc. And then uh, Chadwick! Um, <laughs> <laughs> the most exciting Chadwick's ever been made. Chadwick discovered um, neutrons because they couldn't figure out where all the mass was coming from. Fantastic. Have you got any idea why you think electrons were discovered first? Because people are attracted to negativity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, hang on. Electrons, because uh, they're on the outside. Yeah, and that all chemical reactions are because of the. And they're moving. They're moving. When they move really fast in one direction, yeah. or both directions, through very specific channels or pathways, what do we get? 
sound? Like, I, I want to say they emit energy, like they transfer energy, electricity. That's why we we we've been experimenting with the movement of electrons for far longer than we had known about. Atoms. Is that why they're called electrons? Because of electricity. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's it. Wicked. All right, what are we doing next? Um, structure of the atom. Fantastic. Yeah. Didn't we just do the structure of the atom? Uh, sort of. Yeah. But we're going to talk about like the charges, and we're also going to talk about. This how is going to be a free podcast, Mrs. Corbett, forever and always. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about how each element, how each atom is different and how that's represented on the periodic table. Cool. All right, okay. see you later. See you later, bye. Bye.